Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to episode 55 of Double Hot Beat, where we take the pulse of the beer and brewing scene. I'm James, home brewer and beer enthusiast. And I'm Shannon, a beer intermediate. Today, we are joined by some very special guests, Sean Fox and Zach Nadine. Sean, you may remember from episode 33, which was beer, the international word for party. Party. Check that out if you haven't already. And Zach is a writer and actor. And these two are some of the brains behind the new show, Dadship, which premiered on E-Bombs World earlier this summer. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me back. Very yeah. exciting. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for not disowning no me problem. after last time. We really want to just bring <laughs> E-Bombs World back because I was just like ecstatic of like nostalgia on E-Bombs World. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's It's been a whirlwind of a ride. So I guess I'll just explain how that happened real quick. Sure. So I'm technically an editor now at E-Bombs World, which is like a dream come true. Uh, because like most of us, I grew up, you know, sneaking onto computers in high school, trying to get to E-Bombs World. And most, <laughs> most of the time it was just blocked anyway. I was going to say, if they didn't have the blocker at your school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really cool. I got this position and uh, Sean and I had already finished uh, everything with Dadship, basically. And it was ready to go. And I kind of did the elevator pitch to my boss about, you know, some original content. And they were all about it. Uh, they were very forthcoming and just very excited to have us on E-Bombs World and to host us. So pretty grateful for that. Well, yeah, we've been I mean, waiting for was, a while, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got like As, to see it before like the magic happened in it. Well, like the vision, we just got to see like, and then we were watching live on when you guys released the episodes and you guys can talk a little bit about that process, but just like, it's, it seems like it's very much like craft beer and how you're so you've been working on something so hard, whether it's a recipe or your ingredients, and then you kind of pit, you have to pitch it to somebody and you go through a process. And then, so for you guys, what was it like? Kind of, you mentioned the pitching it to your boss, you know, it wasn't an e-bombs or, original to start it was you guys creative minds coming together and then trying to get it out there right that's the hardest part like any craft beer i'll let sean take this because it was his baby from like years and years ago so not surprising start this one out (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, i guess i've been a purveyor of dad jokes long before i was a dad um too long yeah too yeah thanks (laughs) it uh kind of started as an offhand remark between um, me and, and uh, Sean Rooney and Nick Amato, who are the two other creators of the show with Zach and I, uh, it was just, it was an offhand thing where somebody was like, there's always a mothership. Why is there never a dad ship? <laughs> and then we just started riffing on that. We were like, oh, like what if it's just a dad, it's a ship and it's just a dad and he flies through space and he's like, oh, let's mow the space. Let's mow the astro turf or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, it, that's how it started. And then over the over the years, it kind of built. And then one day we were like, we just need to do this or we're just going to talk about it forever and <laughs> it's never going to happen. Uh, we recruited Zach. Yeah. I mean, as James was saying, it's like you kind of, you kind of have your recipe and your, that you're building, which is kind of like the script, you know, you, you put all the different pieces together and you work on it, you fine tune it, you take stuff out, you put stuff in, you're, you know, we're getting input from different people. So it was kind of like a long, yeah, a long, long way. And definitely um, my baby, for a little bit. <laughs> baby before the real baby. Oh. Yeah, baby before the real baby. As you know, Zach mentioned with the pitch, it was like, you know, when we finished it, we were like, all right, we're going to put this out. We got to, you know, between 
our friends and everything, you know, have a good, decent network of people who are like, maybe we'll put it out and we'll have a couple hundred views and who knows who sees it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then when news like E-bombs wants to feature on their site, we were like, oh, (laughs) this will be going to a lot of people. (laughs) So yeah, that was a really uh, fortunate um, uh, break for us and uh, that uh, Zach was able to make happen, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll add to that, that just, um, I mean, it's a grueling process similar to brewing in that, like we would, you know, get together as, as often as we could, uh, with COVID and with, you know, everything going on in the world, we're four different States, I think at this point point. Mm-hmm. and like just getting the guys together to talk shop and to, you know, we'd read lines some days just to see what works better and what to keep, what to throw out. And it's just like, trial and error basically it's and i think we started this in like 2019 too yeah this wasn't something that you know happened overnight so it's it's really cool that it's gotten to this point i think yeah we started writing the summer of 2019 we filmed it right after christmas Mm -hmm. 2019 Mm -hmm. and then we were like all right and then everything happened last year (laughs) so uh which gave us a lot of time and then maybe too much time and it was, uh, it was a lot, but yeah, I remember you talking so about it at Christmas that one year. And I think you yeah. took some stuff from our house, from my parents' house to, uh, oh, yeah. use. and I was like, where are you guys going re- with that stuff? <laughs> I raided the basement with for like old Halloween costumes and like masks and capes and probably some squirt guns and, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess we should, I, we haven't established. Yeah. So exactly what exactly what is, is for- <laughs> Dad? I know we, Sean, we talked about it on, on the episode you were on, but that was, you know, a year ago now. Um, so what about 22 episodes? Yeah. What, what is dadship? Like, what is the concept? Um, just tell us a little bit more about it. Sure. I guess the, uh, the quick like elevator pitch or, you know, the, the log line is, uh, it's a story about two brothers, Sean and Cor- or Cornelius and Jonathan, yeah. who their dad is turned into a pile of goo by the evil Lord Master Lord, and they put his consciousness into a spaceship. Uh, and then they travel the galaxy to get revenge on the evil Lord Master Lord. So it sounds uh, like a sci-fi basic- comedy. Would you like classify as like a sci-fi comedy slash like kind of like The Office? Would you put <laughs> like what would you cat like? So like beer, right? You have to. You have to categorize your beers in certain yeah. elements. What would you classify this series as if you had to put a label to it? I like the way you said it. I had never heard it put that way, but I like a sci-fi comedy. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I explain it to people, I'm kind of like, oh, it's sort of like Spaceballs meets like Laser Cats, but very low budget. Yeah. <laughs> low budget on purpose. Like yeah. we have the, uh, the, the space background is a piece of black um, poster board with like colored penciled stars and there's like a styrofoam ball spaceship that has like a piece of dental floss that's (laughs) like clearly hanging from it as they bob it across in front of the camera um instead of and any sort of you know like our guns are just very clearly squirt guns they're like Mm -hmm. big clear purple plastic (laughs) like squirt guns (laughs) it's yeah it's and it's just like very very silly like the the dad the the ship the titular dad ship uh, has like a single New Balance sneaker on the front of the landing gear of the spaceship, and uh, you gotta be prepared yeah, for landing. I mean, you know, never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you gotta have some traction in case yeah. things go south. <laughs> Overall, it's just a very silly. Does not take itself. I mean, we, we take it seriously, but like you know, it's all very like tongue in cheek and like mm-hmm. 
ridiculous. Uh, it's, it's the brand of comedy, I guess. And I think like the biggest misconception with the series that I've seen as I've been watching and kind of like reading the comments has been like, oh, E-Bombs World had with all these billions of dollars they have like created this original show. Wow, you guys got to try harder. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, are you kidding? Like, do you not know how shows get like formed? And if you don't have, you know, these are, you know, Sean, what roughly what's the budget on something like that, that, uh, you guys like um, had to work with like nothing, right? Like the pack of like oh, a four yeah, pack of it's from your own pocket. It's not, it's like a four pack of, you know, I mean, treehouse beers these days. It's just like, what do you expect? <laughs> you know? Exactly. I mean, I mean, as I said, we were raiding closets and, you yeah. know, like taking stuff from our childhood homes and uh, you know, like one of the props is a portable DVD player that uh, Amato grabbed from his parents' house at Christmas mm-hmm. And his mom was like, very weirdly was like, I need those back. Like, <laughs> What's she doing with those? Dust in the basement for like 15 years. And she was like, I, I have, that's the one thing I need to make sure I get back is the DVD players. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I really think it makes it even better. And it like kind of adds to the comedy because it's kind of like an unspoken comedy where you're not saying like, oh, look at this squirt gun. Like, but the viewer can actually be yeah. like, okay, they're. They're like doing this scene with a squirt gun and it's just like hilarious. Like the, the, you have yeah. to have that level of like comedy, I think, going into it. Like you, when you go into a beer, you you can't be like, oh, my God, this thing's going to be like well, I was gonna the say, biggest it's like you, beer I've ever had. And it's, it's like you have to go in with an open mind. When you right? start off brewing, too, you don't automatically go to you know like the sam adams level of brewing and i know sean i don't know about you zach but sean i've watched you make videos for what probably 20 years now so it's been a while, long time some youtube uh infringements way back in the day um but i mean you don't really you start out when you're trying to get into the industry like that on your own and not just you know working for another company is you have to kind of start from the ground up and use your resources wisely which is the same thing with brewing you know you you buy, you get what you can, and then you kind of pull and MacGyver it as you go. So I think it's a great kind of juxtaposition of show to beer process. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I think if if we made the same exact script with the same show, you know, like everything the same, but with like a full props budget mm-hmm. and like set budget, people would be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Would, you know, the, the comedy, it's, you know, I say it's ridiculous and it's very um, off, you know, weird or whatever off the wall but the characters are playing it straight like the mm-hmm. characters aren't don't think it's funny the, it's the characters are all they're trying to save their dad i think i think it's good because uh, yeah it's a comedy but it has to be based in it somewhat in reality you mm-hmm. know for it to work and i think we wrote it sort of that way like these guys have to buy into it if the audience is going to buy into it and i think we kind of pull that off pretty well yeah. Yeah. And speaking of reality, is there anywhere from your real lives that you pulled inspiration from when writing the show? Uh, oh, God. You know, it's funny. I actually just got an Instagram message today from uh, somebody we went to high school with who said, he was like, hey, how much how much of the writing did Amato do? Because I remember he said like one time somebody hit him with a book in high school. And he like fell on the ground and was screaming, it burns with the pain of a thousand suns or something <laughs> like that, which is, which is basically a line um, yeah. from the show that uh, Zach's character says. Line, yeah. 
so yeah people are pulling from all the places i can't think of anything specifically myself um, i but. pulled so i wrote uh most of, like we kind of took episodes as we were writing mm-hmm. uh, but it was it was mainly a collaborative process but like so for episode seven which is is coming out monday i name dropped my mom uh <laughs> there's it's her name's sharon so she's sharon from hr oh uh, so I, I didn't even just, know that does she work <laughs> in hr no she okay. doesn't but <laughs> i definitely just took that name so <laughs> There's like a um, bounty hunter type character. The name of the gun is something that I pulled from real life. We also name drop a Bartolo clone for um, big sexy pitcher for the Mets and yep. Rangers and among others. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we. I mean, we we also like, you know, we pull a lot of stuff. Um, we're we're millennials, so we're very nostalgic, and we pull a lot <laughs> of stuff. Like, you know, there's an Alex Mack reference, yeah. which is a very specific reference for like our generation of people who watched like a certain two years of Nickelodeon or I think it was Nickelodeon and uh, you know, so you find a lot of Easter eggs and that kind of stuff. I think it's also funny because like you have four dudes like from different walks of life kind of like, and I think we all have different tastes in television. And so it's like, we're all pulling from that as well. Um, There's like a mighty ducks reference, but then you Mm -hmm. have like Amato who smokes weed in Utah and like does his own thing. And, He'll come in with an idea and you're just like, I don't know what the fuck, but sure, man. Like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that let's sounds like it, him. You know? It must have been the planet yeah. name was his idea. It must have been. The, that's I one of my, one of the funniest idea. things yeah. in the, in that yeah. show is like, you gotta probably, watch it to find out. Is so subtle where like, I, it took me probably till like episode three to like pick up on what, <laughs> what is that? I, I was like, holy shit, that's hilarious. I think that that at the end of episode six is like one of my favorite little things in the show. Yeah. Cause it's like episode six ends on a very serious note. And then it just has this little, uh, like little bite at the end that is just like, I mean, you know, uh, breaks a little bit of tension and it's just, it's like a payoff for, for a joke that's been going through the last like four episodes. So another thing I want to talk about, which is we talk about on the show when the finished product comes out, one of the things that you look for with, Beer is feedback. And so obviously you guys got get a lot of feedback. Like, how do you deal with that? How, does it fuel your fire to create more? Like, what do you do with that passion that you get from the feedback? From the e-bomb side, uh, <laughs> it's interesting because the audience is still kind of like uh, 2004, 2005 e-bombs world. Mm-hmm. And they haven't really adjusted to we're in we're in 2021 now. So like you're <laughs> still getting some hateful not messages, you're still getting, you know, trolls. comments that are just exactly you're getting trolls. And it, it's I can't even tell if they've actually watched on the site. Um so it's like it's hard to tell and it's hard to take those comments seriously or you know, constructively. Mm-hmm. Um so I honestly take the Facebook comments and the Facebook shares and the Instagram comments. I take those more seriously than I do e-bombs world comments. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the best feedback I think that I've had so far is I like the person from high school who reached out today, you know, it's like we would maybe message once every couple years or something on Instagram, but mm-hmm. then like he hit me up today and like made a specific reference to something in one of the previous episodes and it's like oh he's been watching you know yeah. it's like somebody who i haven't talked to in a long time and he's been watching and was is seemingly enjoying it because he's made it through episode six so you know it's like oh Not that's just your mom that, <laughs> right exactly and that that means a lot to just you know you having some of these people kind of come out of the woodwork and mm-hmm. be like oh hey i was watching this and 
it's good. I was just at um, a friend's birthday party. My friend's brother was like, oh, I've been watching Dadship. It's really good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks. Uh, so it's it's mostly, yeah, you know, a lot of times you get, um, you know, your, your friends and family are almost always going to tell you something's great. Uh, but to hear like, to get these comments from other random people, like really means a lot. And I think, uh, as you said, like fuels the fire uh, to want to make season two. As we've been making it, I would, we'd be sending cuts, the final cuts back and forth between everybody and making little adjustments. But it, because it's been a year and a half since we, or probably, you know, almost two years now since we started the actual thing, mm-hmm. it's changed so much. And every time we would like send a cut around or send a new script around, we would get fired up again. And we would be like, oh yeah, like, oh, this is so good. This is so good. And then I would, we'd send a new thing and be like, with all the graphics added, everybody's like, whoa, this is great. <laughs> um, so just seeing like that excitement is really, is really cool. And I mean, we have so many ideas for more seasons and <laughs> I, I, hope I think so. we have like five seasons outlined. Hey, like, that's different not a bad thing. Story arts. <laughs> There was this great tweet uh, from this uh, this actor um, who's on IMDb and like we looked him up and everything. His name's Matt Walton. And he was basically like quoted one of Dad Ship's tweets being like, I want to be on this show more than I want to be on Stranger Things. And he's like, <laughs> oh. and I really want to be on Stranger Things. So that was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. It was a cool shout out. And we were like, we like retweeted him and everything. And I'll second what Sean says as well with like, you know, I went home recently to a wedding and just like, the the reception for you know just random people that i haven't seen in years just being like oh my god you're doing it like you put this out you created this mm-hmm. you know it's so so cool um so it feels great to get that kind of stuff because that uh, obviously fuels the fire to want to create more definitely yeah i think it's like one of those tough things where you have to be ready for that kind of negative you know feedback as well as like what sorting out for yourself of all right what's just trolls being trolls and what's actually like criticism that we could use to maybe they you know may maybe they have a point like all right i'd like to see the episodes be longer than x minutes you know like okay like that's a valid point sure like i love the show i think that's james's point that's my point um literally literally that's the only thing that i'm like i'm like i wish there was longer episodes like and i'm like it took me until episode four to get like, all right, like it's a mini series. It's a mini series, and what a mini like the understanding of what a mini series is. So I didn't have that understanding going into it. So I'm like, oh my god, that's it? That's it? That's the episode? What? Oh, ah, and like freaking out. And it's like, but you know, like I didn't have that awareness of what it's a style, right? So it's something that like a beer. If you don't know that style. Or something you might take that in the negative light and just run with that and just I don't want to know why it's like it how it is I just didn't like it and there you go and so like the comparison I wanted to make to seeing like comments on a show versus beer is so Zach you're a big beer guy Sean uh, you're getting into beer love it Sean's always been <laughs> Sean's <into> always <laughs> been into beer I'm, I was just waiting for him to. Remember my Alexander Keith story? I'm trying to get a, a get a response out of Sean, so. <laughs> Guys, I'm the beer expert here, okay? So glad you had me on. Yeah. I'm the expert. So, so, like, it's very similar to the app when Untapped came out, and I know there was a lot of pushback from commercial breweries because it was impacting their business 
off of these individuals that were just going on and rating them, you know, 0.25 stars or one star when overall they were a four star beer. And that's why I always say I will never give a rate a star rating for beers because it's all based on your personal preference and it does impact their business. So I'm sure for you guys as well, from like a production standpoint, if you had the majority were negative comments and you didn't get that kind of feedback, if you didn't have someone in your corner to kind of say, no, this is great stuff, like let's keep at it, they would just cancel your show. And, you know, those people that would really enjoy the show or the beer wouldn't get the opportunity to have it because they might need to move on. Um, So I just want to read you some of these crazy untapped beer reviews um, (laughs) and just how it doesn't, make any sense whatsoever to what the beer is. Um, so so <laughs> okay. this person gave it 0.25, this pale ale. How can you give a 0. 0.25 0. star? 0.25 stars. <laughs> that's not even, like, that's like the one little arm of the star. <laughs> and says, uh, this tasted like men's room urinal cake at a rest stop in New Jersey. I want to know how many rest stops in New Jersey so, that are going to be urinal cakes. That's a very specific, like, that means did people, you have a, they've gone on to all 50 states yeah. tasting urinal cakes. And exactly. Like, that person This, might this has be, the flavor of New Jersey. Another one. They ha- might be on My Strange Addiction, that person. Another one. Two two stars. This is a, a stout, imperial stout. Two stars. Haven't had this yet. Can't <laughs> say if I like it or not. Two stars. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, very- I mean that's that's always tough. You know, it's like you're always gonna have people who do that who are like, oh, you know, even if it's a show and they're like, I don't like comedy, I'm giving this a negative review because I don't like comedy. And it's like, well, then don't don't, don't review it. it. <laughs> it's like, don't drink an IPA if you don't like an IPA. Yeah. This is my this is my favorite one. This is my favorite one. So it's it's for a uh, Belgian wit beer from. It's a very popular Belgian wit where like it's like a 5.0 star. But this person gave it a one and a half star. And said, I tried this, but honestly, I don't remember if I actually tried it. I was there in the room where someone was drinking it, and I believe I had some, but my mom said that it was a sampler, so I got distracted. Not sure if I actually had this beer or not. One and a half stars. Ask your mom. It's like, there's actually an Etsy shop you can go and buy like artwork for your house, and it is like the star ratings on national parks and stuff. And it's like one star would not recommend for like the Grand Canyon and stuff like that. I feel like they should make one for untapped reviews. (laughs) So, so my favorite question to ask, and and we had this segment early on of, you know, what beer would you be if your character picking movie characters, et cetera. So Sean and Zach for your characters, say what your character is and what kind of a beer would you pick that character to be and why? Yeah, so I'll go into it. Um, I so I'm Sean. Um, that's really confusing. It's very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> People listening are like, um, "Is this actually Sean?" Jonathan, you're Sean. I'm Zach, but I'm Jonathan. Um, he is one of the brothers, and uh, he's very headstrong. He's very, <laughs> he has a lot of will, um, and I think he's less of the level-headed of the brothers. Uh, he kind of just wants to get revenge for revenge's sake. Um, so with all of that in mind, uh, I don't know, I think maybe like a stout or something just obnoxiously heavy, you know, <laughs> I was thinking he, he drinks anything in a Stein just yeah. cause it like oh, looks yeah. cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like he wants to rock around that big glass. <laughs> exactly. Like, a, yeah. Or a Porter, just something ridiculously heavy for no reason. <laughs> like it's it's like 90 degrees in the summer and he's like i'll have a guinness yeah. <laughs> a warm like, guinness 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sean, um, uh, your character is interesting. Uh, I play Rover Cleveland. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a porn name. <laughs> uh, it's not. Why? Well, it's actually. It's it's, I thought I was getting a. a I thought I was. This is the listener saying, like, this is this where is the brother in law, I'm trying to get, like, a uh, story out of him of, you know, maybe there was someone in his life before, you know. What? <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. Thanks. It's, isn't that that's one of the the like formulas is like your first pet first first it's pet like a first your pet street. yeah your street name yeah <laughs> anyway um so Rover <laughs> Cleveland is a uh, uh, half man half dog <laughs> creation uh, he's very comfortable and wears uh, leather print uh, kimonos um and um he's he's a kind of a, a bit of a refined gentleman but he. He's always tempted, or he was he was tempted by passion fruit, and the, <laughs> that's what made him into a dog. So I think he's like a Rover would enjoy like a, a nice like fruit beer, like a sour Fruited that he sour. can like really he can take like pick all the notes out of and really find the different flavors that he can he can he can smell and stick up his dew claw pinky. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Be a nice goja. Ooh. <laughs> oh, fancy! <laughs> and then I think Lord Masterlord, he's he's evil, yeah. so he he drinks O'Doul's. Oh, for sure. Yes, that's what we said. Yeah, for the taste. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he likes the taste. Okay, I th- I could definitely see that. And so, personally, yeah. uh, for you guys, out of character, what's your favorite go-to beer that you like to to drink, or a beer that you've want you'd always wanted to have but you just can't get your hands on it so i'm i've turned into an ipa guy um i hated <laughs> ipas for the longest time but living in new york now and queens we have all these breweries and it's just in your face i caved in and uh there's, <laughs> the there's some really there's some really great really great breweries out there so yeah i'm i like ipas uh, but you know when i'm not doing that i'm a big shandy guy i, I feel like shandies are underrated you don't see a lot of them around. One one that I can't get my hands on. Ooh. I would say like anything from Vermont. <laughs> like <laughs> the, the cap the world beer capital, you know, like anything from Vermont. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you'll have to rent a car or uh Sean can go pick you up for a road trip. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I mostly drink, I guess, IPAs. I, I mean, I drink a little bit of everything. I've been on a bit of a, a sour kick recently, like picked up a bunch of random ones and so been trying those. So try, trying to expand my palate a bit, but I think the IPA is always a, a go-to. Yeah, Zach, I used with, lived in Queens up until a couple of months ago, so we were frequenting a lot of the same spots. <laughs> but always love a flight, you know, a little bit of everything. Yeah, definitely. Just to, and then what I can't get my hands on, uh, which is, I'm going to say this, I've never had it because it doesn't, it's not open yet. One star but rating. It also, yeah. <laughs> but it ties in, it ties in with our, um, our overall theme here. Uh, there's a place opening up this summer. Um, I think in a month or so it's called Space Cat Brewing in Norwalk, Connecticut. I, I have, I don't know if it's good. They've, I've never <laughs> had it. They're opening soon. Um, but I think it's very on brand for uh, dad ship and, uh, so I, I'm very anxious to get my hands on that. Uh, and then maybe we can do a season two tie-in where they yeah. they have to make a stop in at a at a space brewery in order to do whatever. I don't know. Maybe we you have... can uh, drop off some of your patches for them to display. Yeah. 
little partnership. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. Well, before we wrap up, I wanted to make sure that everyone knows the season finale is airing this Monday, January 26th on eBombs and Facebook, correct? In Instagram, yep. too. Their Instagram account will tie you directly to it as well. Yeah. So where can everyone find you guys on all the social media channels? <laughs> uh, our show Instagram is Dadship Series. Not regular no Dadship, story, people, because I made that mistake. Yeah. And somebody, got a lovely text saying, that's already. someone else. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dadship Series on Instagram, Twitter, and facebook if you want to follow me i'm boring but it's sf spin move <laughs> we also we post everything on ebombs world facebook and instagram as well so you can find us there yeah okay great yeah any parting words gents thank you for having us this was yeah. awesome um, yeah i would love to be back sometime <laughs> <laughs> well thanks this for, is cool thanks for coming on you kumquats and i'm gonna challenge <laughs> Yeah, inside joke, but not really if you watch. Go watch the show and you'll find out. Not if you watch season uh, episode seven. I challenge all our listeners to get your Galaxy IPAs and watch this show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, Yeah, definitely uh, just check it out. And um, feel free to leave comments. uh, Just if you don't like it, leave a constructive comment. That's all I have to say. Constructive (laughs) feedback, not negative. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Share, check it out. It's um, it's a labor of love, and we've put a lot of work into it, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, as we've mentioned, we did it entirely out of our pockets and on our own our own dime, our own time. So, um, it really is um, it's home brewed. Great. Oh, I love From that. <laughs> I love that. That's like startup one hundred and one right there. Good job. Boom! Nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Oh, also before we wrap up, I want to give a shout out to Sean Rooney because he is also a listener of this podcast. So, hello. <laughs> And before we close out today, we just want to remind our listeners and Instagram followers about our homebrew kit giveaway. So go check that out on our page. You have until the end of the month to enter and we'll be announcing the winners on August 1st. So go enter to win a homebrew kit giveaway. And as always, we're looking for homebrewers to come on the show and discuss their stories. So send us a message on Instagram. As an independent podcast, your support means we stay that way. So please follow us on Instagram at Double Hot Beat Podcast. Tag your friends on your favorite posts and episodes. So make sure you go rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and that will really help us get new listeners. So thank you for listening. This, this has been, been Double Hot Beat. Beat. Catch, Catch you on, on the brew side. side.